love you, Chloe. I love you, Daddy. FIT with the Z. Time to get my fits on. Who's better than you? Nobody. What is up, Fitz? Everybody, Fitz happens. Time to get your fits on. And there goes the last DJ. FIT with the Z. Who plays what he wants to play? This is the Fitz show. Says what he wants to say. Brothers and sisters, ladies and gentlemen, people everywhere, lovers of the world, presenting the one, the only, FIT with a Z, player. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. All right, well, let's kind of ease into the show. We, we, we always like to begin the show with a, uh, a special warm-up jam. All right, just to get us going, just to get us like yeah. you know motivated. Blood flowing. Yeah, it's a Monday. We got to get it going. And I think you're going to enjoy what uh, what Sir fits a lot chose today. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see. All right. Y'all feeling it? Oh yeah. Let's ease into Monday. Warmed up a little bit. <laughs> Sweating even. Yeah, that was the CNT Music Factory. Uh huh. Remember those days? Don't judge me because I owned this album. Don't judge me because I went to one of the concerts. Oh, sweet. <laughs> Don't judge me because I interviewed him several times. <laughs> <laughs> All right, welcome to Monday, ladies and gentlemen. We got a great show today. Um, something I want to talk about. Uh, have you heard about the Florida Man Challenge yet? Yes, but the Florida you, Man Challenge. Whenever you try to do it. Now it's it's a news report, so whenever right. you try to do it, all that comes up is everyone's news about uh, the Florida Man Challenge. Well, you just have to scroll down a little bit. No, but I've already I scrolled like three pages. I still couldn't find it. It's the newest online craze, and basically what you have to do is you Google the term, do this right now, everybody, Florida Man, followed by your birthday, and watch what pops up. Mm-hmm. It's just absolutely hilarious. Here comes Monday. Let's go. And now, here's my daddy. It's time for your What Are You Kidding Me? Stories of the Day. I'm so excited to be here as your What Are You Kidding Me? Anchorman. And uh, I'm going to begin with a story out of Sydney. It looks like it's another case of high-speed chicken feed. Oh, no. (laughs) Sydney, Australia? (laughs) That's right, man. Meth is going to Sydney. Oh, there's a lot of it there. That is so methed up. But anyway, there's this dude in a white van. Who sideswiped two cop cars in Sydney, Australia a couple of days ago. And uh, then he got arrested for drugs. What well, turned out he was actually hauling $140 million worth of meth. Oh, oh. Wow. Police say it's one of the biggest and easiest busts that they've ever made. 
Sure, he, he basically drove himself to jail. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. All right, page two. What are you kidding me? Out of Oregon, you'll get Otako drunk. There was a woman in Oregon who went through a Taco Bell drive-thru just last weekend and poured a shot of booze straight into the drive-thru worker's mouth. Hmm. How, uh, then a, a, a police officer... Uh, uh, act- uh, <laughs> yeah, I have so many questions. Me too. <laughs> it sounds like to me like maybe she knew the individual. I mean, she pulled up right in the drive-thru, hmm. sticks her arm out the window with a shot glass. The employee from the Taco Bell sticks the uh, head out the window. Uh, take, uh-huh. Takes the shot, but as you know, what uh, or who is always in a Taco Bell parking lot late at night? The police. The po po. Oh. oh, I will tell you straight up. They like their fifth meal. <laughs> they do. You know how many times? They got the late night munchies. You know how many times police officers? You know, uh, while I pulled over sitting in a parking spot, yeah. decided to go night night. Uh-huh. And how many times police officers knock on that window? Mm-hmm. Excuse me, sir. Everything okay in here? Yes, sir. I'm just sleeping. They're doing this. Not. Oh, yeah, they are. Yeah. They want to know if you've been drinking. Right. But the cops saw her do it and uh, arrested her for drunk driving. Oh. Even though, interesting, even though she poured the shot in somebody else's mouth. But you can't. Well. Open yeah. container. Yeah. You, yeah open right. That side of type of activity only f- sounds fun when you're you're already drunk. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, Drew, what's the uh, most unbelievable thing you did when, when you were intoxicated? Uh, well, it involves the city of New Orleans and yes, it um, does. some not time not- in the can. <laughs> oh, come on. And that's all I got to say about that. <laughs> it's the Fit Show. This is the Fit Show. Fitch happens live. Anybody on the show ever own a cat, a cat, a kitty cat? Yeah. yeah, I grew up with cats. Yeah, I was always allergic to cats, and then like Me later too. in life, I wasn't allergic anymore. It's really huh. weird. Take a Zyrtec, you'll be all right. Oh, okay. No, <laughs> no. I was actually one of those guys. Like I couldn't go near the cats. I would start like uh, oh, severe like, like hay fever. Oh wow, the itching. Yeah. But then it, literally one day, like it, in high school, it went away. Hmm. My allergy went away. You know, allergies can just go away like you that. Can sometimes. grow out of allergies. They can also just start. Which in is adult life. it? Sure, it no sure kidding. Can. Yes. Yeah. Like tomorrow, I could eat shellfish and all of a sudden be allergic to it. Mm-hmm. What is it that makes an allergy sort of start from out of nowhere? No one knows. No one knows. Oh my god! Your body just develops. Yeah. You either an have to it. have. Immunities, or you don't, but then sometimes little systems shut off in your body. And another thing I learned about dogs, because our little Susie Lou, she has allergies. Dogs grow into allergies; yeah. they don't really grow out of allergies, which is kind of sad. Hmm. I have a little, uh, my little niece um, Breland has a severe peanut allergy. It's so severe. Tree nut, yeah. There's a couple nuts she can't have. And every time they go to the doctor, you know, they they check her little blood and stuff. And her uh, as, as she ages, I think she's like five right now. As she ages. They notice in her blood that her little allergy is getting worse. Oh, no. That's yeah. bad. Sometimes they go away, and, some, and so so they have to walk around with, a, it's called an EpiPen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they have to be willing at any second to just, in, you know, inject that thing into Speaking her. of EpiPens, yeah. let's not even talk about how much those things cost. I mean, out oh, of EpiPens? pocket. Yeah, I talked to your sister about it. It's absolutely ridiculous. And this is a life-saving thing, and it is, it is the amount was just astronomical, especially because you have to have a few. You have to have one in the house, one in the car, yeah. one to even even if your child goes to someone's house to spend the night, you, you want to send one with them with the parents just to make sure if they get something. And yeah, and you don't even know if they're going to do it right. Yeah. Hey, if my kid's acting up, stick them with this. 
It's got to be scary to let your kids go places Terrifying. like when they have this situation. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? Oh, when I was little, I used to be crazy allergic to bees. I was climbing up a fire escape when I was a kid in the seventh grade. And halfway up that fire escape at Bowie Junior High in, in Bowie, Texas, USA, I hit a massive, massive nest and like eight wasps stung wow. my hand. And it turned into the size of like the Incredible Hulk can. I'll never, I'll never ever forget that. And did you? So you're saying that? I mean, just those stings could swell your hand. That doesn't necessarily mean you had an allergy. Just the wasp things, the poison they give, can cause oh, yeah, massive too. swelling. Yeah. Oh, but I knew since I was a kid, I had the the, the bumblebee allergy thing, really? and it, it was it was a severe one. Yeah. And my hand got so big; it was the size of the Incredible Hulk for like a week and a half. I remember playing football. They had oh. to wrap my hand. Everybody's like, "Dude, what's up with the what's up with the new guy and his big hand?" <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, "Dude, I got stung. What's up with you? What's up with you? How do we start talking about allergies and stuff?" Uh, you were you talking about cats. Oh yeah, I was talking about cats. Yeah. Oh, and well, good. I hope you like cats today. <laughs> <laughs> Why are we talking about cats? <laughs> You tell us. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I don't even know why. You're welcome, the leader. Welcome to Monday, you guys. Oh, yeah. I was I was going to let you know that a study found that cats know their names. I always thought that kitty cats ignored you. Like, nope. you can't get your kitty cat to come sit with you on the couch. I don't nope. believe it. Oh, my cat would. See, that's the big argument right now. If they want to, but not yeah. because you want them to. Well, All right. yeah. What's wrong with that? <laughs> my dad said a long time ago, a kitty cat will never trust you. Cats never trust you. What does you. your dad know? Well, he knows. <laughs> he knows about that. You're listening to the Fit Show. Fit happens live. It's choose your news. It's choose your news. Everyone on the show is about to pick a headline that we think you need to know today. It's choose your news. Every member of the show is about to pick a headline that we think you need to know today. This is choose your news. And this year, the World Health Organization defined workplace burnout as, quote, chronic workplace stress that has not been successfully managed. I don't know about you guys, but the past week or two, have you guys noticed a change in Drew over here? I'm talking about the same Drew who's a United States Marine. And I have sudden, I've suddenly noticed some signs of workplace burnout. <laughs> it's very possible. Oh, no. I can neither confirm nor deny that. <laughs> God, Drew, that why? Statement. I've just got a lot on my plate. Oh, I don't agree. I mean, I've been doing this, you know, since I was 17 years old. I really thought I would Crazy. struggle so yeah. hard with that, but I, I don't. It's, I think it's the... Because you don't actually sleep. <laughs> yeah, You're just that. awake for 24 hours that for the last is. nine months. Yeah. That's what's doing it. Yeah. 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 That's it. Are you mad? <laughs> Are, uh, have you been mad or has your mood changed the past couple of weeks because of what my wife said to you? No, no. I, I let that just slide right off my back. I missed it. I slid that. Said. I let that slide right between my narrow placed beady eyes, as she said. <laughs> oh, ow. She said you had narrow placed beady eyes. She said that he looked like Pumbaa. Actually, she just said they were beady. And From small. the Lion King. Was it after we were singing? Yeah. And, and, it was. Oh, it was no. absolutely right mm-hmm. after she heard us doing the live action Lion King on the show. Huh. And she said that Drew looks like Pumbaa, like a real life Pumbaa. And he didn't. I don't think he, I don't think he took it as a compliment. <laughs> How could you? He's a warthog. <laughs> Where's the compliment buried? Is there a compliment buried in there? I'm not aware. When of? I was a young warthog, everybody loves Pumbaa. Everybody loves Pumbaa, Drew. I think sure. you took it the wrong way. I think okay. you took it the wrong way. And I was going to say one big sign that you might be burnt out is if you're displaying signs of a sudden lack of motivation. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, he, I don't know about sudden lack. I'm not sure I ever right. had it in the first place. He can't even muster a response. Right. Yeah. Hey, Drew, choose your news. So we've all heard the stories about our crumbling infrastructure, right? You oh, hear, yeah. You hear about bridges and roads that need updates and repairs and waterways and pipes and lines. Well, they found out the hard way in North Dakota when uh, a little bridge on a little rural, rural road collapsed. <laughs> on a little rural road. A little rural right. road. That's, try saying that three times. That's fast. hard to say. Yeah. Collapsed uh, on Monday when a tractor trailer drove over it. And this oh, is scary stuff. No. There's pictures of this tractor trailer. The cab made it over. But the trailer didn't, so he's stuck in there with the trailer hanging off this bridge. Mm. But this is the kind of thing we're going to start seeing all over the place. It's Tractors going off bridges? Yeah. yeah. Bridges going down under trucks. Oh, yeah? We've actually seen quite a few of them right. because this particular bridge was built in 1906. Oh, it's been right. sitting there taking wow. you know, cars ever since, taking the weight, probably getting little tweaks and fixes when they could, but this is going to be a big problem everywhere. We have a lot of bridges here that are really, really old. All right, Claire, choose your news. Three-on-three basketball is now an Olympic sport. I hadn't realized it was an official sport. The 2020 Olympics will be the debut, and that includes the women's division. And the Seattle Storm has become the first WNBA team in the country that's going to help sponsor a a three-on-three team to go to the U.S. Olympics. Wow. Uh, They they can't actually sponsor them all the way. They have to qualify, but they're going around the country, and they're training women who've been competing in the uh, the USA Basketball Red Bull three-on-three, Red Bull three-on-three tournaments, and they're trying to get a squad together that they think will qualify to go to Tokyo in 2020. Wow. So this is Isn't interesting. Awesome. We, we have regular basketball, like right. five-on-five team basketball right. is an Olympic sport. Now right. they have three-on-three also in the Olympics. Yes, three-on-three, three on three. it's a different ball game, and oh. it is challenging. It's a lot of fun to watch. i yeah. got to tell you, in some ways, it's a better game. Do they play half-court <laughs> or full-court? They play half-court. Yeah, really? but, cool. but yeah, but you still have to put you know three-on-three. It's right. everybody. You don't have a choice. You have to play defense. Yeah. Right. Exactly. So what a, what a exactly. Or the other person scores. And, you know... Hey, LeBron, you don't get to sit back and not guard anybody and right. make your millions. Right. you got to play defense. There's no guy who hangs out and just shoots three all day. Yeah. That's Everybody right. Everybody has to play this yeah. game. Yeah. All right. I think that's awesome. Writer the Young and choose your news. Nurses lose control after a grandpa accidentally gives them cannabis cake. Ooh. Yeah, so Ooh. Uh, I think every day writer's story has been drug related. I, <laughs> I noticed so, that something weed related. Yeah, but no, go ahead. Uh, yeah, no. So this uh, grandfather, he uh, went to a hospital and decided to take these nurses a sponge cake, red velvet sponge cake, because they did such a good job helping one of his relatives. Now he claims that he took the cake from his uh, grandson's 18th birthday that was left over and gave it to them as a treat. And uh, it was laced with cannabis, and they got way too high. It was a big nurse's party? They finished the entire cake, and they said there was only about four or five nurses. So <laughs> They finished the entire cake. Mm, this cake tastes funny. I think I better keep eating it. Yeah. No, no, they, they finished the entire cake and then went to Taco Bell afterwards. <laughs> yeah, yeah clean them out, too. Yeah. But yeah, the grandpa says, I, I don't know anything about it. It was all my grandkid. All right. Likely story. There you go. Choose your news. Thank you so much. We'll be right back. Hang tight. It happens live. You're listening to The Fit Show. Fit happens live. Hey, why can't we be friends? Let's be friends right now. Follow the show, follow updates, the craziness going on in our lives, all that good stuff. Uh, I'm on Instagram, too. Find me on Instagram. Follow Fitz. Those two words on the gram. Follow Fitz with a Z. You guys ever think about shows that you used to love from yesteryear? You know, going back oh, yeah. down memory lane. What are some of those shows that you just love that maybe they're not even on the air anymore? Well, the the for a guy like me, the classics are things like Knight Rider, The A Team, oh uh, yes. uh, Knight Rider's great. The Golden show, Girls. The gold, a lot yeah. of these shows are Frasier. appearing now on Deep Cable. Uh, I I recently found the Wonder Greatest Years. American Hero. 
Greatest American Hero was a show I loved as a kid, and then it vanished for 30 years. Now it's back. I agree with you on the Knight Rider. What about, uh, oh man, just going back. Like way back. Are y'all, I mean, like we're talking well, about like 80s here? For, well, yeah. USA Today just launched its annual Save Our Shows survey. And it lets people voice their support for shows that are, you know, either uh, completely gone or on the bubble, right? And uh, they've been doing this for a long time now. And let's see, these are some of the shows that they're, uh, uh, that people have been voting to say. First of all, Seinfeld. Of course. I mean, it. it's uh, on that's every day. not going anywhere. <laughs> yeah. it is I watched on, it last night. It is on every day. How much they still, you know, making oh, my for gosh. that? Oh, Jerry had a sweet deal with that because he was the producer from the beginning. Like, he's the creator of the show. Like, his house is bigger David. than Oprah's in the Hamptons. Is it really? Mm-hmm. Yes, it and is the, enormous. And that check is just coming in every month, right? Sure. Yeah. yeah. And he's still doing comedy. Yeah, he's probably slowed down though on the touring. I mean, it's like I why think he's w- definitely slowed down, but yeah. he's, he puts he out a special to. every couple of years. Yeah, he's still doing that comedians and cars getting coffee. That's his new thing, right? Yeah. Uh, all right, so this year there's uh, 26 shows from the major networks that are on the bubble right now. Um, Madam Secretary is that the one with Taya Leone? Oh, that's Taya Leone. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about Veep. Oh yeah. Oh no, that's yeah, that's the one with Elaine from yeah, Seinfeld. Okay. So I, I've never even seen one episode of Madam Secretary. Neither have I. I've seen the commercials. Blind Spot is on the bubble. Okay, that's the one about the girl with the tattoos that, that popped up in Times Square and had no memory. Oh, you told us about this one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I remember that, that good? One. I, I've really never he watched it. He recommended it for you. You had me with tattoos. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. That's why he recommended it. That's why I said it. you should watch it. <laughs> hey, by the way, anybody, uh, if, if you know of any good shows where, where there's a bunch of ladies in tattoos, let me know about it. Because <laughs> I'll probably... watch Ink Master. I'll probably... Yeah, there you go. Oh, I love that one, too. Oh, yeah. my our, Your oldest son got me into that one. I mean, we used... It's one of the way we we bonded early Saturday, Sunday yeah. mornings. We'd watch Ink Master together. Uh, another show that's on the bubble. The Rookie. Whiskey Cavalier. Uh, Whiskey Cavalier and, just started. Yeah, that's the one with, uh, with uh, Lauren Maggie, Conrad. With Maggie, she yeah. plays Maggie in The Walking Dead, and actually, they're saying that she pro- she has not been in this season at all of The Walking Dead. It just finished, and they're saying that she's probably not coming back because of contract negotiations. She wanted oh, more money. Oh no! Yeah, I haven't even heard of some of these shows. The Passage. Yeah, that's uh, Mark Paul Gossler. It's kind of a vampire thing. Oh, Zach Morris from Saved by the Bell. That's right. Oh my God! As an adult. Uh, MacGyver, the, the return to MacGyver and Murphy Brown as well. Mm. Yeah. MacGyver! They, so they brought back MacGyver and they also brought back Magnum P.I. And I, I just can't, I can't stand for that. Uh, yeah, the Magnum P.I. The it's new like, one, it's just, it's, it, yeah. give it another name, but don't call it Magnum. I think they cast, they casted the wrong guy. I mean, Everyone's wrong. The whole show's wrong. Yeah. Everything is just wrong. <laughs> what is wrong with you people? <laughs> All right. Uh, any shows that you'd love to bring back? We'd love to hear from you. Welcome to Monday Fitz Happens. He's hilarious. <laughs> this is the Fitz Show. This is the Fitz Show. Fitz Happens Live. Uh-huh. All right. A little more fiddle, less thump. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the show. Welcome to Monday. Hope you had a great weekend. My name is Fitz, and uh, you can find us on social media right now. Send us a message. Say what's up. Facebook.com slash follow Fitz. That's Facebook.com slash follow Fitz. There's Drew. There's Bethany the Mouth from the South. I was just thinking to myself literally minutes ago. uh, Drew, uh, in Choose Your News earlier, you were talking about... 
the most expensive cities to live mm-hmm. in, in the, the world, in the entire world, and they are uh, Paris, Singapore, and Hong Kong, all tied for first place. What about the most expensive cities to live in the United States? Where well, were they? Well, the only two cities that made the top ten worldwide list were New York City at number seven and yeah. Los Angeles at number ten. Yeah, and so it makes me. I was just thinking about, you know, how do people survive in these big cities? How do people survive? Uh, you know. Where, where do they get the cash? And just minutes ago, I was thinking, huh, I wonder how many people inherit money, like tons of money, you know, from, from their family that has passed on. Independently wealthy. Independently wealthy. Mm-hmm. And I was just thinking to myself, huh, I know for a fact right now, I ain't inheriting Jack. My parents have already told me that. You ain't getting Jack. And they basically told me I, we're not getting Jack because I guess they didn't get Jack from their parents. And, I, you know, I know a lot of people who, who are going to be inheriting some pretty cool things, and it just sucks. So you're mad? You're I am, mad at your parents? I am freaking mad. Well, you I'm think you're mad. mad. Imagine how Warren Buffett's children feel. He is one of the richest men in the world and has been for decades, and he came out and said, I'm not going to give anything to my children. There's no inheritance. It's all going to go to charity by the time I die. He's going to leave them a little, a little nugget. I would think a little bit. I he's mean, gonna, that's he just says Bill nothing. Gates. Bill, Bill Gates, Gates said the same thing, right? He said that he's going to do $10 million per child. No, but, I mean, that's nothing compared yeah. to yeah. the billions he I, has. I'm sure they also get set up in life with great careers and jobs and connections and all that. So they'll have their own money by the are time you inherit, so. Are you inheriting anything, do you think? Uh... Nothing major. Yeah. My mom has a little bit, and uh, my big grandparents might have a little bit. I don't know. Oh, but good, Drew. Big. Good. Must be nice. It, it, believe me, I'm not talking about <laughs> estates in the country or anything. I, it, well, see, my great Aunt Winnie, who passed away at 99 years old from a broken hip, very, very sad, she she was a multimillionaire, and I really thought that she was going to give me a little nugget because I was always at her. I mean, she loved it. Well, that's like, the she thing, though. There was and other she passed, people. Yes, there's other people. That were in charge of that money i know oh that old story oh yeah oh yeah that'll totally and you know you know what i got for my aunt winnie something that i love i got a picture of an old man praying over bread because she knew i liked that picture where is it i don't know it's somewhere (laughs) you love that picture obviously I, I just want to say, Aunt Winnie, come on where's the ching ching and the bing bing but you're also your aunt countess remember (laughs) she as she was preparing because i guess you know as you get older she started preparing for her to pass yeah. She went around her house and put tape, Labels. masking tape, on the bottom of everything that That's had right. a name. Legally binding. And so he got like a little, <laughs> just like a little lantern. As you know what I did during her funeral? I got a little post-it note and I put, where are the Benjamins? And I put it on her casket. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm <sucker. laughs> Come on, Aunt Countess. <laughs> I don't know. It's just, it's, 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 it's a tough Monday knowing that I ain't going to get Jack. Right? That's the world we live in. Bethany, what about you? You getting anything? Not anything to speak of. <laughs> the Fit Show. This happens. Live. You're listening to The Fit Show nationwide. Every day, Fitch happens. Welcome back to the Monday Show. And wherever you are right now, at home, at work, in the car, listening on the app. I want you to become a P1 of this show, a P1. You're going to hear us all the time talking about our P1s, our most loyal listeners who've actually set this show as the number one button on their preset. They hold that finger out there and they hold that button down until it beeps at Yeah, it's kind of a special relationship. We're committed to everyone and our P1s are just that little bit extra committed to us. We love you for it. Just lock us in and never take it off. Set it and forget it. Hey, um, should you party during your 20s and just have fun or... Should you be focused and and uh, really just intentional on planning your life? I want to get that advice from you guys right now. What are the 20s all about? Is it about Balance. planning? 
partying or Bethany the mouth from the south, just like you said, balance. It's balance. You have. I mean, you. Of course, it's you're early in your life and and you're trying to set the groundwork for the rest of your life. But at the same time, you want to have fun while you're young. So you got to find a good balance between the two. You got to find like a good partner or friend that knows how to party and also knows how to set some goals and hold your hair back and hold yeah. your hair back. I, I think you definitely need to get a lot of things out of the way in your 20s because uh, you're not going to heal as fast in the future. You're not you're not going to <laughs> you're be as unencumbered by responsibility in the future. So that's the time to get it done. As long as you don't take steps backward, I think you definitely need to knock out all that craziness in your 20s. And take it from someone, you guys, who, uh, 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 you know, I had my first, my uh, oldest, Corbin, when I was 19 years old. And, you know, I mean, and it wasn't easy. It wasn't easy. It wasn't easy, really, for, for, for any of us. Before you rush into stuff like that, take take your time before you start saying, hey, I'm going to bring babies into the world because that partying and stuff that you want to do, it's a lot harder to do when you get, like, a little baby around. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I mean, there's a lot of stuff you got to think about. But And whenever you're that young... You just don't really think about consequences as, as, as much. I also think it, before you even get to the baby part, when it comes to settling down and, and picking that person you're going to try to spend the rest of your life with, sometimes you absolutely know, and that's awesome. But other times you think, well, you know, it's, it's about that time. And Remember, if you're 22 or 23, yeah. even if you've been with the person for three or four years, neither of you have really experienced your adult lives yet. You are mm-hmm. both going to change as people. Or, you know, you could do exactly like Drew does. You could be with a woman for like 11 years and don't put a ring on it. Exactly. <laughs> That's another strategy. That's a strategy. A very effective one. <laughs> That's another strategy. Um, yeah. It, it, look at that. I got one of my kids calling me right now. Yeah. See? <laughs> don't do it, people. If you want your kids calling you at work constantly, then have babies early. I mean, you know, babies change everything. They, 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 they really, really do. They do. And whenever you have one, you know, it's not saying that your life is over, but your most of your <laughs> concern should be about that child. The, the life you knew is over. You've got a new one now. Right. So Sybil just wrote in. She says, hey, Fitz, I'm partying right now in my early 40s because I was too broke to party in my 20s. My kids are in college and my nest is empty. Love it. Um, well, that is another one of those strategies. Some people say, hey, if you have kids early... You're still young when the kids have moved out of the nest. You can be in your early 40s with an empty nest, and now you can afford to party, and you're a little smarter. It's like Bethy and I, we've had babies all this time. We we haven't been able to travel at all to meet kids. We're we're so ready to take that on soon. Well, yeah, but uh, you guys keep having them, so you're you're, you're stretching that date out. Don't be mad at me because I like making them. (laughs) We just like the practice. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. You're listening to The Fit Show. Fit happens live. This is Fit's territory. Fit happens live. 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 Where every day feels like a Friday, even though it's a Monday. We try to make it feel like a Friday. What's up? Give me that Monday face. Give me that Monday face right now. Take a selfie. Post it on our page. Say hello to us. Facebook.com slash follow Fitz. What is he? That is Facebook.com slash follow Fitz. My name is Fitz. There's Drew. There's Bethany the Mouth from the South over there and uh, on the other side of the studio looking all comfy. Hey, Bethany, you know, for the longest time, I've been trying to beg you to get what? Tattoo. Tattoo. For the longest time, I've, you know. I've but you don't just, want your daughter to have any. Don't want my daughter to have any, but that didn't stop her yeah. anyway, and I did it. She turned 18 in December, and she already has three. <laughs> Oh, wow. I'm not even kidding. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. Yeah, she went nuts with it. And I'm very upset about it. 
I You're haven't upset seen, about that, but you I've want seen, me to get them. And I've are only these seen three two. like tiny ones, or yeah, is she working little. on a well, sleeve? They're pretty two little. Two are tiny, but one is pretty. I mean, it's one's on, a giant. One's a, on her collarbone. A phoenix covering her entire back. No, right. we're not Ben Affleck here. Full color. Well, one of them was, you know, she, her best friend, recently just passed away in a car accident. So I think she was going through a lot. Two of them. Two of them are her best friends. One of them is a, is on her foot. That a little personal joke yeah. between her and that friend. And then the other one on her collarbone is is a sunflower. It's her favorite. Her friend's favorite flower, and it has the initials of her friend in the stem. And and that's always tough. I mean, my God, when you lose your best friend, especially like your senior year of high school. She was obviously going through a lot, and then she went out and and, and got these tattoos. Uh, you know. So I couldn't really say that much about it, you know? These little things that she got on her body. Well, once they're there, you can't really say anything about it anyway. I know. It's twice well, I mean, expensive and time-consuming to get rid of them. It's different true. when your kids are getting tattoos. But when it comes to, like, you know, a guy wanting his wife to get a tattoo, that's different. Like, we're, I've been begging Bethany for the longest time to get, like, a sleeve. Yeah, but tattoos are so personal. Like, and it permanent. has to be that person's idea. If someone else yeah. puts a tattoo on you, you are going to end up hating it. Mm-hmm. Period. End of well, story. Well, John Legend and Christy Teigen posted uh, a video about tattoos they got. Yeah, but that's different. Did they you see so. their tattoos? Yeah, no. but they're disgusting. They're, they're so sickly, it's, like, in love and public very, about it. Why, you know, I've noticed that about you, Drew. Why do you have problems with people that are in love? Like, my wife and I, like, John Legend and Christy Teigen. I think that you hate people who are married. Actually, I'm madly in love with my woman, but we don't broadcast it. We think all of you who broadcast it are looking for attention. You're trying to prove it to the world. Maybe prove it to yourselves. Yeah, but you think just by like putting a picture of a couple on Facebook that you're trying to put it out there. That's just saying to the world, hey, we're in love and we think it's cool being married. No, a picture would be one thing, but uh, posting an article about why the two of you decided to get your tattoos together and what they mean to you as a couple, now uh, that's over the line. You're saying there could be some problems in the relationship. Possibly. And their tattoos are very small. You may have heard it here first. It's, uh, it's You may have also heard it here that if you're with a woman for 11 years with no ring, there could be some problems in the relationship. I think that is the perfect absence of problems. Because there's nothing keeping either one in there, right? Anyone oh, can that leave is the door true. any minute. Any any time. Right. Yeah, but so could we. That's true. I yeah, mean, but it's expensive getting... and legal and blah, yeah. blah, blah, Not necessarily, blah, blah. not if it's agreed on by both of you. Yeah. Uh, you want to hear this audio about the cool tattoos they got? Yeah, let's do it. All right. Hey, guys, it's me, Chrissy Teigen. <laughs> and I'm John Legend. And you're watching Legends, Legends of, of Ink. We love getting tatted. We are burgeoning tattoo family. Yeah. Okay, I'm done with that. But yeah. anyway, what kind of tattoos did they get? They got just um, it's it's tiny, tiny cursive writing, and on his, I believe it says Chrissy, and then the names of their two children, and it's just in one line of cursive writing, and it's very, very small. Um, and she, she like got that. the same thing. I believe she got John, and then their two kids. Now, don't they say if you do if you do that, it like, you know, could it curse things? Getting kind of, yeah. somebody else's name on your body. Well, it, it's certainly worked out that way for Pamela and Tommy Lee yeah. and a few others. This is Fitz Happens live. live. This is the Fit Show. Makes you feel alive. Full out, full out throttle, man. F-I-T with a Z, players. Fit happens live. Welcome to Monday, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, my name is Fitz. There's Drew. There's Bethany, the mouth from the south. Hope you had a great weekend. Um, we love to give no-nonsense advice on this show. By the way, social media is going nuts today. Hello, everybody. Uh, as always, you can find me everywhere on social media, whether it's Facebook, follow Fitz. Twitter, follow Fitz. 
Instagram, follow Fitz. Snapchat, follow Fitz. It's that easy. We love to give you no-nonsense advice. Uh, Rita sent this message to me literally just minutes ago. Bethany, I might might really need your assistance on this one. Rita says, hey, guys, absolutely loving Monday's show today. Over the weekend, I went to a bar with some of my girlfriends, and a couple of guys started hitting on us. Uh, I wasn't interested in them, and neither were my friends. So we kept dropping little subtle hints for them to leave, but they just kept hanging around. It annoyed me because in the time that they were around us, I could have met someone else who I was actually interested in. Several good-looking guys walked by, but we seemed to have the ugly guys around us at the time. (laughs) That's rude. Rita. Yeah, Rita. Anyway, at one point, I just turned my chair away, started looking at my phone, and I stopped talking to them. Five minutes later, they left. Is there any nice way of letting a guy down at a bar, or do you have to be harsh and brutally honest that you're not interested? Rita, 23 years old. Thank you so much for listening, Rita. Mm. All right, Bethany, I'm, I'm going to divert this over to you right now. Go ahead. This is when you got to have your wing woman. Ooh, tell me about the wing woman. What's The, the wing what, what? woman is always, it's your designated person whenever you go into a club or bar that will snatch you away from anybody that you are not interested in. And literally just take you off. Yeah, I mean, that's, and, and it's okay because you, she comes up to you and she's like, hey, we're partying. Come on, come dance with me. And she takes you off and there oh, wait, it is. So that's what that was in the past. Of course. Dang. Yeah. Here I thought all these girls just really love dancing. No, we just plan it out. <laughs> so you're saying all those times that's happened to me in the past, somebody said, okay, she ain't interested in you. I'm going to get her on the dance floor. Mm, not always, but pretty close. Why couldn't Why couldn't uh, maybe the, uh, you know, the woman, or as all the ladies are sitting there, the guys around just say, listen, we're all married. See ya. We don't, we don't, I You'd mean, rather that than someone just grab them and go, hey, let's go dance. Okay. Yeah. Like, guys respond to direct answers. Just saying, hey, we're married. Yeah, like, uh, or unavailable. Or, but or even, hey, get can, out of my face. If yeah. you can, uh, no, I don't think that's a good idea. And I, I think you guys are being a little um, cavalier and saying that you would be okay well, with that. Well, hey, the, get out of my no, face. I the, think Drew and I are a little upset, uh, a little upset at what we're finding out it right stings, now. right? Yeah, because I think that's happened to me a bunch in the past. Like, you know, some random girl coming and whisking somebody away. I'm like, oh, wait, wait, wait. Well, I was working on hey, that. Hey, that yep. could be my future wife. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> look, guys Guys aren't always good at, at taking subtle hints. So I think, look, this girl says, hey, the time I wasted with this guy bothered me, I could have met someone else. Well, that guy's also working on a short time. It's, it's only so long till the bar closes. So That's right. he would probably appreciate her saying, thanks for your interest. I'm married. No, thank you. So and he, then could he just can move on. Move on to the next yeah. one. Yeah, but a lot of these days, come on, a lot of guys would turn around and be like, mm. You know, say something really nasty or ugly in return. and Yeah. Well, then he just took just, himself out. But the point is, is that, you know, if, if the dancing, if she whisks, if she's whisked away, right? Okay. And then he continues to pursue. What happens then? Then comes the, okay, seriously, not interested. Oh. Okay. Yeah, but see, if you go out to dance, maybe you just open it up. Maybe this guy likes dancing too. And he's like, now I'll get her when she oh. sees my moves. Well, then, then you bring in the bouncer. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Rita, I hope we helped you out. Although I don't think we did. No. Yeah. Oh my God! Real funny. The Fit Show. Yeah, man, that's the good stuff. We do the good stuff because good feels good, and we need some more good in the world. We really, really do. And if you have any good stuff going on in your life, it could be something big, or maybe it could be something small. But if it's good, message me real quick. Message me. Real like, like, quick. (laughs) (laughs) Facebook.com slash follow fits. I'm about to tell you a story that is, uh, it's scary if you have kids because you never know when there's going to be a loose dog running around. No matter how many times I say to my kids, like, never, ever get in a dog's face, 
I feel like they walk up to a dog, and what do they do? They get it right in their face, right? It's petrifying. Mm-hmm. But a 19-year-old might have saved his six-year-old neighbor's life after a pit bull got loose and attacked him. The kid was playing with his friends. The dog ran, you know, kind of picked him out, attacked him. The neighbor heard screams, ran to help, and the dog was on top of the kid, little six-year-old, as the 19-year-old drew its attention away. And then all of a sudden, the dog starts chasing him, knocked him down, but he was able to get up and get away. Uh, the sweet little boy needed staples. Oh, Many staples in his head. He's expected to be okay, but if that 19-year-old didn't jump in and, and try to intervene, I mean, he's lucky because most of the time, pit bulls won't let go. Of whatever they got first, yeah. I mean, right. and by the way, I am not looking to hear anything from the pit bull folks. About, I'm just saying it was a pit bull who happened to attack him. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Lots most of dog- of t- a lot of other dogs could have done this too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That has more to do about the horrible person that raised that dog. Right. Exactly. We are not even dog. having this argument yeah. right now. Well, so, some yep. say that's the case, yeah. and some yeah. say that's absolutely not the case. But guess what? What? We ain't solving that one today. No, we're not. <laughs> <laughs> but here's the boy's mom and 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 the hero teenager. My son, he was just laying on the ground. I mean, he's six. Like, he kind of knows what to do, but he's never been put in a situation like that. As soon as I noticed, I just ran over there without thinking, and I didn't know how, but I knew I had to get the dog off of the boy. All I see is my son running up to me, and he's got his hand on on his head, and there's Mm. blood coming down and everything. I looked back, and my shoes came off. I tripped and fell. The dog was on top of me before I knew it, and I knew that I had to keep his mouth away from me. just want to give the guy a hug. There's nothing I could do but say thank you. That is so awesome. And, and you know what? And it's never, you know, this might be a good time to try to share with everyone what you do exactly. Let's just say if you're in a situation and you are attacked by a dog or a cougar or a mountain lion or a little black bear, what are you supposed to do in those situations? Like well, w- when you are straight up attacked? All of those things are different because a dog yeah. attack is... It can be terrible, but it's nothing like a wild animal attack because dogs aren't equipped the way a cougar or yeah. a bear is. Uh-huh. Um, well, depending on what kind of dog it is, right? There's, there's no dog alive that there. has claws like a cougar or a bear. Mm-hmm. You know, those things right. are killing machines. So their jaws right. will not let go, but they're not also getting at you with claws like right. you're saying yeah. other things. So, do yeah. you act large on the trail? Do you scream back? Do you do yes. you point? Do you try to pop them on the nose? In both cases, with the wild animals, they say you make yeah. as much noise as possible. You act as large as possible, and do not run because right. that's triggering them to chase prey. Right? Because mm-hmm. they feel uh, they sense weakness and fear. Right? Well, they just they chase after things that move. That's uh-huh. how they catch what they eat. That's their natural state. So you stand there and what? Look him in the eye? Because I'll tell you what, if I get attacked by an animal, I mean, hopefully, hopefully my, my manly instincts will kick in and I'll go into kick some major butt mode. Mm-hmm. You know, you hope that's what you do. Some might lay down and not do anything because yeah. right. they're mean, in shock, right? Yeah, it all depends, though. Like like Drew kind of said, like, well, some of them you have to make yourself look really big, but yeah. then some of them you have to play dead or some of them you have to do. There's all kinds hey, of different things that they tell you to do. I do not need that stress on me. Yeah, you have. I straight up do not need some mountain lion yeah. chasing me in a tree right now. No. Hey, if anybody knows uh, wherever you are right now at home, at work, in the car, listening on the app or your smart speaker, what to do if you, if, if, if you are, you know, you feel like you're about to get attacked. I'd love that advice from you. And that is the good stuff. Yeah, man, that's the good stuff. The Fit Show. Fitz happens live. Oh, yeah. Welcome to Monday. We all need a little motivation. Y'all ready? 
You know it's Monday Motivation We're gonna give it to you right now You know it's Monday Motivation Believe it, achieve it, believe it Hope y'all feeling that It's a tough day of the week, we know that, but I feel like it's it's uh, uh, our duty to get the motivation started. You know what I mean? So what we're going to do is we're just going to provide you with some motivation, and we hope that you dig. All right, Drew, how about you go first? Motivate us, Drew. All right. Whenever you think about giving up, just remember, the very last thing to grow on the fruit tree is the fruit. Mm-hmm. That's true, yeah. That is so true. You got to lay all that groundwork. You got to put in all that time and all that effort. Sure. And then you get the fruit. And then you get the bloom. At the very last thing. You get the bloom and the fruit, man. All right. That's good, Drew. I think I could dig that. Yeah. Bethany, the mouth from the south, I do hope that you are going to provide us with some motivation. Yeah. You've been kind of slacking in the motivation department today. <laughs> I have. Yeah. I've been trying to motivate you I throughout have. the entire show. I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so um, never be afraid to try something new. Remember, amateurs built the Ark. Professionals built the Titanic. (laughs) I love it. Yeah. Yeah, I could dig on that, too. And by the way, if you have any Monday motivation, uh, we we love your inspirational quotes and stuff. Uh, We'd love to hear from you. Facebook.com slash follow Fitz. Uh-oh, get ready. Fear has two meanings. Forget everything and run, or face everything and rise. The choice is yours. When you truly don't care, you know, what anyone thinks of you, you have reached a dangerously awesome level of freedom. True. That's a double-edged sword, I'd like to say. Ooh, you dig? <laughs> I dig. I think I could dig on that. What? What do you mean? Because I'm saying, like, I, I usually don't care what other people think. And it's, right. sometimes it's to a fault because yeah. they will most likely always think you're crazy. <laughs> if you just don't give a crap about them? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> if you don't care what they think, you're yeah. going to end up doing some crazy stuff in front of Let them. Let me be clear. I am bat bleep passionate. Not crazy. It's bat you know what passionate. Mm-hmm. That's the difference. All right. Monday motivation. This is the Fit Show. Fitch happens live. Fitz happens live. Oh, yeah. You know what it's time for. Yeah. You know it's Monday motivation. We're going to give it to you right now. You know it's Monday motivation. Believe it. Achieve it. Believe it. Ooh. Yeah. You know how we do this on Mondays, y'all. It's very important to get motivated during the week. And and I think Monday is a good time to do just that. Bethany, the mouth from the south, if you'd like to kick it off with some... Or do you have your Monday motivation yet? Nope, not just yet. Okay, then I'm going to throw it over to Drew. Drew, motivate us, please. All right, here you go. Success is not built on success. It's built on failure. It's built on frustration. And sometimes it's built on catastrophe. That's right. Sometimes crap has to happen for you to really... Succeed. Yeah, those aren't setbacks. Those are all lessons. You got to do it. You got to go through them. You can't succeed without those lessons. You're not just going to get lucky on your first try and be successful. Hey, by the way, if if you have any Monday motivation, 
Share it with us right now, wherever you are, at home, at work, in the car, listening on the app. All right, uh, here's mine. Live on less than you make. Make your health a priority. Do work that matters to you. Learn from people you admire. Foster meaningful relationships. Take action, even when it's scary. That goes back to uh, uh, my theme for 2019 has been courage over comfort. Sometimes you, you got to do things that's not the most comfortable thing. Sometimes you got to say things that's not really comfortable. I mean, I, God knows I've said some things to several folks that, uh, you know, I just had to t- tell some people the straight up truth about some things <laughs> past few years of my life. And I'm glad I did it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Feels good. It's hard to do it up front. It, it's it hard to do it. Yeah, you just got to do it. Courage over comfort. All right, Bethany, the mouth from the south. We've all been waiting on you over there as you've been going through your Instagram trying to find a motivational quote <laughs> like the rest of us have. No, actually, um, yeah, this is this is a really good one, and I, and I love it. Um, for those of you that kind of feel like you're just getting bombarded with the problems in life. Life, adulting. Right. Yeah. Just remember this, this nice little quote. They tried to bury us. They didn't know we were seeds. Oh, yeah. Bloom. Bloom. They tried to bury us. But they didn't know we were seeds. Mm-hmm. Watch us bloom. Mm-hmm. That's deep stuff. Welcome to Monday, folks. Message us right now. Say hello to us. Uh, you, you can actually Facebook message us right now. Facebook.com slash follow fits. Maybe you've got some Monday motivation. We could absolutely use it. Fits happens live. Hey, what's up? It's the Fit Show. Hope you had a good weekend. Fits happens. It's Monday. There's my buddy Drew. There's Bethany, the mouth from the south. Um, also in the other room in there, our, our brand new assistant producer, Ryder the Youngin. You'll hear him popping in every now and then. Shout out to my buddy Ryder the Youngin in the other room. Um, over the weekend, man, uh, my son Cash, he is almost six. Mm-hmm. Wow. This weekend. Yes, this weekend. Oh, my goodness. And he said to me, you know, if you've ever seen me, uh, you can go to followfits.com, followfitsfitz.com. You know, I've been told like that they make a bunch of cartoon characters uh, from my face. For example, the dude from Frozen, Kristoff, you know, uh, the, the mm-hmm. Megamind. Yeah. Is it Megamind? Is Metro it, Man. Not, Met, yeah, sorry. Metro Man Metro in the Man. movie Megamind. You're right. In the movie The Incredibles, you know, the dude with the big old jaw. Yeah. Mr. Parr. Mr. Bob Incredible. Parr. Right. Yeah. Mr. Incredible. So... I guess a long time ago, I, I kind of mentioned, you know, because my son's like, Daddy, he looks like you. And I said, well, yeah, that's me. You know, told him I was Mr. Incredible. Thought it was cool. Well, my son Cash thinks I am Mr. Incredible, right? <laughs> and he said the other day, he's we were going to go to a park and they were going to have like a Captain America appearance there and stuff. And he says, well, Daddy, since you're a hero, are you going to go too? And are you going to have your outfit on? And I feel horrible because, well, I mean, my kid thinks I'm a hero. And for one thing, I'm just, you know, I don't know if I'm, I'm not a hero. I'm a talking head behind a microphone. And he thinks that I'm a hero. You set yourself up for that one, big bud. I guess kind of what I'm looking for, Bethany, is it'd be nice <laughs> if you said, well, you are a hero to him. But obviously, thank you. You are a hero. But yeah, you're, but... Also, you're also calling me a big fat liar. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. If the cape fits. I'm always the one that is on the realistic. Like I'm always like. Yes, you you tell the truth to uh, way too much to children not that true. age. I do Five, not. Six and seven year old kids don't need to hear some of the things that you say to them. Sometimes you are inappropriate. I do not. Oh. But if my son asks me if Spider Man is real, then hang on. Yeah, I tell him that Spider Man's 
not real. Bethany, the mouth from the south to our six and seven year old children. <laughs> well, yes, it does look like we're going to invade Iran. <laughs> that is not true. I don't even have the news on with my kids in the same room. So that's why I try to bring a little, you know what I mean? Positivity. It's like, you're right. No. Your daddy is, you know, yes. And, and I, you know, and he says to me, he says, well, if I'm, what's the little kid? Flash. Dash. Dash. He said, if I'm Dash, you know, don't I need my clothes? And, and can so, I run really fast? Yes. And he, he thinks he can That's run. very yeah. sweet. Thank you, Drew. Mm-hmm. I thought so too, but I'm a little bit nervous if he tries to put yeah. me on the spot and about so being Drew, Mr. Incredible. What happens whenever he goes to school and tells kids that his dad is Mr. Incredible? I can't help it. I look like a superhero. Uh, and then you think kids I could help that? Him. You think I could help that? Has this, that happened? This well, jawline. I mean, can't you imagine that it probably would? Well, but then Not if he says his daddy's Mr. Incredible and I show up. Please. Drew, what do you think? I, boy, I hadn't thought that through that far. <laughs> I, I think it's sweet and it's cute. I hope he doesn't take it too seriously for too long. He kind of is. He, belie- he believes you, you know what you tell Corbin him. You had Corbin believing that That's you were Spider-Man until he was like 10. Yeah. My oldest son thought I was Spider-Man. You even Spider-Man. told him that there was a, there's a scar on your wrist, and you told him that that's where your web <laughs> shot out of. Okay, all right. Tell everybody what that was from now. Come on. I don't know what the scar was. My car accident. I was in a car wreck in okay, Oklahoma City. Okay, well, I don't think we need to get into all that. It was glass that. That from, from the window that was in my arm, but thank you. Let's try to welcome. make a little positive out of it. <laughs> well, how is that positive? By telling him I was Spider-Man <laughs> when I was actually in a car wreck. When I was a radio personality in Oklahoma City. We'll be right back. Fitz happens. You're listening to The Fit Show. Thank you so much to everybody reaching out to me on my Instagram over the weekend. At uh, follow Fitz, that's with a Z. Follow Fitz on the gram. You guys remember um, last week? I don't know when it was. I think I broke out into. Um, we, I, I don't know. For some reason, we started doing some impersonations, and I broke out to my my Aaron Neville impersonation. Oh, yeah. And if you don't know who Aaron Neville is, uh, a while back he, he did the cotton commercial. He was the guy who came on and he went and the touch and the feel the fabric of our life. Right, that dude. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, that is a, a, a talent and ability I have that I would never, ever, ever be able to put on a resume. Mm-hmm. It's True. like it, it does it does nothing it's, for me. That talent is more likely to get you fired than hired. Unless Bingo. someone's looking for an Aaron Neville impersonator. That's right. right. There's always that. And I'm thinking about that more than you ever know mm. right now at this point yes. in my life. All you, do, all you need to do to get the look together... <laughs> Is yeah. put on a denim vest sure. or denim jacket and draw a huge mole on your face. That's right. Yes. And you got it. <laughs> he hasn't got that thing cut off yet? No. I don't think so. I uh. think he's going to keep. I think it's It's like the size of a him. half dollar. Like, how could you that? Well, Enrique got his taken off. Yeah, and it ruined his Enrique. career. <laughs> ruined his career. He's the removal mole. of that mole changed everything. <laughs> he's still got Anna Kornikova or whatever, so I don't think he's that's crying like too when hard. The, that's when the dude from Super... It's, like, it's kind of like the dude from Superbad. Who lost all of his weight? Jonah. Now and he's just oh. not the same. Yeah, skinny Jonah Hill's not funny. Right. Every time he gains the weight back, he's funny again. So um, let me ask you guys: What are some things that you're really, really good at, but you couldn't put on a resume? I'd love to hear from you wherever you are—at home, at work, in the car, listening on the app, or your smart speaker. What are some things you're really, really good at, but you couldn't put on a resume? You guys have any? Hmm. Drew, you wanna, surely you want to throw one. in? I don't 
all my skills are pretty useful. <laughs> Sorry. You've been trying to tell me that for a decade. <laughs> yeah, they, they never translate into money, but I feel like they're useful. Yeah. Maybe into conversations, yeah. Okay. Uh, all right, is it, is it An- Angela? Angela, tell me about some things you're really good at, but you cannot put on a resume. I can fit my whole fist inside my mouth. Oh, wow. Your daughter whole can fist. do that as well. Whole fist. Chloe. What? Well, so can your mom. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, uh, <laughs> Melissa, what are some things you're really good at, but that you cannot put on your resume? I want total three cars in one week. <laughs> well, there's a career in demolition derby for her. That's yes, true. there is. I'll pass that number right to you. Sarah, what about you? Taken to jail, and the only possession on my intake slip was 42 Mardi Gras beads. Wow. Oh, oh, oh. Special. <laughs> she had no other clothing. That's all she came in with, yes. right? Wow. 42, though. That, those are, that's I bet pretty, she did. It's pretty she heavy. She had more than that. Mm-hmm. It's pretty heavy. For being totally. Yeah, her, her back must be sore. Yeah. Uh, and Angel. Go ahead, Angel. What, what are some things you really get at, but you can't put on your resume? Broke fourteen bones tripping up a two-step step. You know what? Mm. I can I can feel her pain. I yeah. knocked out my tooth. Going oh, that up was one of the, the worst. Stairs. I mean, it's not going down the stairs. I mean, who trips going up the stairs? Obviously, me and Angela. <laughs> that, let me we tell you what. Going up the stairs. But when you did that, that straight up looked like a crime scene. Yeah. I mean, that was horrible. But you know what? You can't put that on your resume. No. Not gonna do you any good. No. Fitch happens live. Is the Fitch Show? Fitch happens live. Yes, folks. Hope you had a fantastic weekend. Welcome back to the show. Fitch happens. I tell you, that's the truth. Especially on a Monday. There's Drew. Hello, Drew. Hello. And there's Bethany, the mouth from the south, directly in front of me on the other side of the studio. Hello, Bethany. Well, hello there, Fitch. Um, a lot of people are still talking about, especially in social media, they're talking about Taylor Swift's appearance on uh, Ellen couple of days ago actually you know last that week ellen she can get people to admit all kinds of stuff kind of like oprah well i like that burning question segment she does she was talking about um you know she was talking with taylor swift about what she does when she can't sleep and uh um who her first kiss was and her regret for taking shots at her ex joe jonas so just listen to this if you can't sleep in the middle of the night, what do you do? I go downstairs and rummage through the kitchen and eat whatever I can find, and it's really less like a human being and more like a raccoon in a dumpster. Like <laughs> the next morning, we just we walk downstairs and we're like, what it what happened here? And right. I don't remember. Currently, what is your favorite TV show? Oh God. Um. Okay. So Killing Eve, Game oh. of Thrones, wow. Down Abbey. Queer Eye. I'll just, I can't, I gotta stop though. I'm yep. getting too excited. Yep. What is the most rebellious rebellious thing you did as a teenager? <laughs> Probably when I like put Joe Jonas on blast on your show. That was too much. Was it? Yeah. I was 18. Teenage stuff there. Who'd you share your first kiss with? Um, I, it was my high school boyfriend when I was 15. Listen for his name. Drew. Yeah! yeah. What's oh, that? That's the song. Oh, I get it. <laughs> yeah! Drew talks to me. 
But she really well, has just written songs about every dude she's ever Well, yeah. Been. So that was a real, real song about a real dude. Songs about pain, man. Songs about love. Equal hit song. All right. And then also, I thought this was interesting since you guys are huge Avengers Endgame people. Uh, Taylor Swift was talking about the rumors that she was going to be in Avengers Endgame. There were some fans that thought I had something to do with Avengers Endgame, which I would have loved to have been asked, but, but I wasn't. No, <laughs> you weren't. asked to be in it at all. Yeah, because we had the single coming out the same day, and I have a song that was called Endgame, and so they were like, "Oh my God, she's going to defeat Thanos!" And <laughs> right, I let everyone down. Yeah. Wow. If you were in Avengers Endgame. How much money do you think they're bringing in? This, you know, obviously they get a percentage of profit. The, you know, a lot of the actors a and lot. stuff. So what are they bringing in? Uh, well, I think Robert Downey Jr.'s deal in particular was mostly back end, most mostly you know payout from the, the take. And I think he made. <laughs> I mean, uh, an ungodly uh, amount of money. Hundred million dollars, maybe. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I love Robert Downey Jr. I yeah. just yeah, well, do. He's uh well I mean is I've it, loved him through the low times and the, through the thick and, and the, the thin high times the good yeah. and the bad <laughs> the highest of high times that's right all right welcome to Monday you guys check in with us right now uh say what's up I'm on Facebook you can say hello Facebook.com/slash/followfits get a reality check and it happens in minutes. This is the Fit Show. No rest This is Green Gray Bob. Fitz is my son. I proudly served my country from 66 through 72 with the Army Special Forces. We live in a land of the free because of our brave men and women, past and present. This is our troop salute. And there's a lot going on in the military and a lot that is just extraordinary when compared to regular civilian life. And sometimes the stories are incredible, action-packed tales of triumph. Sometimes they could just be downright funny. And sometimes they could be absolutely heartbreaking. Today we salute someone who had a story from the last category. And when you talk to the service people around you, whether they serve now or serve 30 or 40 years ago, listen to their stories. It's a kind of history that isn't always written down anywhere. Today we salute Kurt Lynn Baraji of the United States Army. Kurt is no longer with us. He actually passed away in 2003 from lung cancer. But his stories and his legacy live on. Kurt's niece, Hunter, actually submitted this message to to tell me about him. He was in the 101st Airborne Screaming Eagles from his, uh, his enlistment in 1980. Then on. He saw action in Lebanon and other places. He made sergeant. But Kurt's real story hits you right in the heart. It was on a return trip home after a peacekeeping deployment that Sergeant Baraji allowed another of his troops to take his seat on the full flight so that this man could get home a day sooner to be with his wife and brand new baby. And Sergeant Baraji opted to take the man's seat on the next flight a day later. Just kind of the guy he was. And the original flight including the new father, crashed shortly after takeoff, killing all 248 soldiers on board. And this was known as the Gander 
plane crash. It will never be forgotten by those who were there, and certainly was never forgotten by Sergeant Baraji, who actually carried that burden of that loss for the rest of his days. And his story was was incredible and, and tragic. He shared it with many, including his niece Hunter. So for his bravery and, and for his loss, today we salute Sergeant Kurt Lynn Baraji of the United States Army. We live in the land of the free because of the brave. If you'd like to honor someone for our troop salute, it just takes a couple of seconds, and, and I'm just a message away. Facebook.com slash follow Fitz. This is the Fitz Show. And now, and now, it's time for your, why are you kidding me, stories of the day. Thank you so much for being here on this day. I begin now with a story out of Canada titled, Dad of the Year. Folks, in Sudbury, Canada, 49-year-old father Dave Herzog, he looks at life a little bit differently. He's been raising his son Jordan for an eSports career for over a decade. And first, he actually put a gaming controller in his son's hands when he was just three years old. By age seven, he was already a skilled Halo player, and at 10, was dominating local gamers. So guess what? Good old daddy just pulled his son out of school so he could focus more on video games. What? Wow. 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 Apparently, this whole e-sports e thing is a massive, massive, multi-billion-dollar mm -hmm. industry. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. He gets some sponsors. He's set for life. Yeah, there's there's people that yeah. get sponsors on that and make more money than I could even fathom to yeah. have. So it's amazing. Like if you if you're ever on Facebook at night and you're going through and, and you you go to like live Facebook videos and you'll see all these people from around the world that have whatever game they're playing, it's on the screen and they're playing with people from across the world and there's millions of people tuning in. I'm like, what the living heck is going on? And all they do is sit there and play the game and people That's are it. like, hey, you know what? Here's a hundred bucks. Keep doing what you're doing. Yeah. Like yeah. what? And so they have these little, they have these little headsets a, on. A sport and some life skills. He put him in front of a computer at three and won't let him off of it. Wow. That's because not what the, the kid is bringing in the income, you but think, maybe? There are other parents who will do the same thing with football or baseball or basketball. Yeah, but at Music. least you're yeah. moving your cardiovascular system when you're doing that. Or what about the parents? And, and hey, I, more power to them. But, um, you know, my kids are addicted to this uh, YouTube uh, celebrity. His name is Ryan from Ryan's Toy Review. Mm -hmm. Have you ever heard of Ryan's Toy Review? No. no. Little Ryan is a multimillionaire, almost a billionaire, because his mommy and daddy film him playing with toys. That's it. And they post it on YouTube. And every toy manufacturer wants to Bingo. play with his toy. Little oh Ryan to play God. with Ryan's toy review. Right. So it's a the, the parents are making you know uh, five six million dollars a year just from their their YouTube hits simply by filming their kid with their cell phone playing with toys for Ryan's toy review. People, wow. you got to check it out. It is insane. But again, at least the kid gets to play with the toy. This guy in Canada. <laughs> Just stuck his kid in front of a screen for the rest of his life. Yeah. It doesn't make sense now, but people are saying that's the f sports of the future. Wow. How is it different watching them play sports as it is watching someone else play a, a physical play, or, or playing with their toys? Yeah, yeah. seriously, yeah. poker. But, but <laughs> what, are you, yeah. what are you going to do when your cash cow goes, hey, Dad, I want to go back to school? Or, hey, yeah, Mom and Dad, you guys are killing me. You know, I'm, I don't yeah, do I'm yeah. 18 and you want me to play with toys? I don't want to do this right. anymore. Yeah. That's going to be the crazy part. Now, by the way, Ryan's toy review... Toys are now in aisles. What? I'm not even kidding. All, all over Target. Ryan's toy review is like the biggest thing. He's like Oprah's book club. He's 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 little Oprah. <laughs> he is the Oprah of yeah. toys. Yeah. <laughs> all right, there you go. You got the. What are you kidding me? Stories of the day. And now this is the Fit Show. This happens live. Wherever you are right now, 
at home, at work, in the car, maybe you're listening on the app or your smart speaker, answer this question for me. How did your man or your woman or your spouse, how did they win the title Best Spouse Ever this week? Hmm. What did they do? You know what? They're just like, wow, that's a cool thing. I got mine. Drew? Uh, I know you had a birthday this week. And by yeah. the way, that's my buddy Drew. You guys, he used to did the, he did the movies for years. Welcome, Drew. How did how did your spouse earn best title ever? Uh, it was my birthday on Wednesday, and Jill went over the top. Like I was embarrassed at all the wonderful things she did for me, all the wonderful things she got me. Like I, I was telling Fitz how I was getting like a hard sell on this uh, uh, pellet wood pellet barbecue grill wow. at, at Costco. Yeah, yeah. And I told I mentioned to her once. She got it for me. For wow, wow. It's way over the top. Like, wow. Amongst other things. I think that's because she's sticking by your... I mean, you just got your first radio contract, and yeah. she's become a lot... Not, right? Uh, she's doing all sorts of things for you now. It, there is a noticeable <laughs> uptick in activity. <laughs> <laughs> all right. We'd love to hear from you. Call us right now. You know, my wife last night, it was, it was really, really late, and she brought me this like huge plate of uh, uh, like grilled chicken tenders and edamame. Boom. Nice. It's the simple stuff. It is yeah. the tendies. Thing. Huh? Some chicken tendies. Don't you ever say chicken tendies again. <laughs> oh, but I love chicken tendies. <laughs> Would you like some chicken tendies? <laughs> it happens live. Now back to the Fit Show. So let's kick it. Fit happens live. That's right. And uh, Drew, I think we should. Uh, I think we should kick it off with you. I think we should let you. Motivate. Will you motivate right. for us, I will. brother? You know, this one is short and sweet, and Uh-oh. I'll tell you who it's by. Okay. The great Dr. Seuss. Dr. Seuss. You know what? Dr. Seuss is a man who put out a lot of wisdom. Mm-hmm. No doubt a lot of wisdom. But here's got. what he says. Yeah. You've got to be odd to be number one. Bingo. Been telling that people that my entire life. Yeah, and you, you really can't be, fit in and no. be number one. You have to be exceptional. Unique. You be different. you, you got to be unique. You have no idea... How many people in my life have tried to put me and shape me the way they they wanted me to be? And um, no, you got to follow that unique path. People think you're weird. Roll with it. Fly it. Fly that unique flag. What makes you unique? Get up every single morning and say to yourself, listen, what makes me unique in this world? You figure that out. And that is exactly what you roll with. It's too early when I get up. Can I do that around noon? Nope. All right. Uh, Bethany, do you have yours yet? I do. I'd like for you to sit over there and motivate, please. You can be the ripest, juiciest peach in the world, and there's still going to be somebody who hates peaches. Ain't that the truth, all you haters? Woo! Man, you're preaching it today. <laughs> all you haters. Trying to motivate. You know what? It's lonely at the top. <laughs> of the peach tree. Of the peach tree. All right, here's mine. It's Monday Motivation. By the way, if you have any uh, Monday Motivation you'd like to share with us, wherever you are, please uh, pop it up on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash follow fits. Set a goal that makes you want to jump out of bed in the morning. That has you so excited. You just got to get up. You got to say, I got to do it. I just got to do it. You dig? Bethany, you dig? I dig. Everybody out there, can you dig it? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah.
Have a great Monday, you guys. Thank you for uh, hanging with us. My name's Fitz. I'm Drew. I'm Bethany. Think big, because you're thinking anyway. And who's better than you? Nobody! That's the end of today's professional broadcast of The Fit Show. Did you miss some of the show today? No worries. For all things fits and to check out today's PAB, the podcast after the broadcast, just go to followfits.com.